0: Hi, this is Walter Montero, and you're listening to this week's edition of the Real Estate and Mortgage Show. Hey folks, welcome to this week's edition of the Real Estate Mortgage Show. This is episode 46, and this week we're going to be talking about open houses and whether they still work. And as most of you know, I've been around uh, the real estate business since March of 1987, so I'm, I'm 28 years in the business. And uh, I got to tell you that uh, in my early days in the real estate business, open houses were almost a regular occurrence for me every Saturday or every Sunday, usually every Sunday. I, um, I had an open house scheduled and I uh, held it on uh, one of my new listings. Or if I had a new housing construction or a new housing project on the go, I would do them. But I got to tell you, as as time has uh, progressed here and the internet's really taken a stronghold on the real estate market, I'd have to say that the effectiveness of open houses has really, really weakened. And um, I'm going to tell you why. And I'm going to tell you why I'm personally down on open houses. Now, before I go any further there, I know that there are some agents out there that love doing them and they do them every weekend. And, you know, quite honestly, uh, we'll get into why they do that. But I just want to tell you a couple reasons why I have. A little bit of a hang-up with open houses. Well, first and foremost, I think security is a big issue in terms of you know opening up your home to. People that come into it and walk through it, you you've really got to question whether that's whether that's a good idea or not. Now I know that there is an agent that's accompanying the buyer through it, but I got to tell you, and in my experience, sometimes you get buyers that just kind of bowl their way into a house. You ask them to register, and they either refuse to register or. They all of a sudden lose their ability to write. It's almost like they're some sort of stroke victim or something. They're, they when they write down their their name and and where they're from, their penmanship it's illegible. So these folks, you know, they're you know obviously they do that because they don't want to be bugged afterwards, and I get that, but in terms of security. Uh, you got to know that people are coming in and out of your house and we don't know who the heck they are, what their motives are. I, I have to say that they're probably genuine in terms of wanting to look at the house. But, you know, you're really letting in somebody that's, you know, not qualified. You know, they're, it's just a shot in the dark deal. And, um, you know, when you think about the security side of things, you know, they could be, who knows, they could be casing the joint, they could be checking out ways to get in later, you know, uh, not to mention the security of the real estate agent hosting the open house is sometimes a jeopardy. In fact, you don't hear about it too much around here. You do hear about it from time to time, but our colleagues stateside, I mean, geez, you know, the, these guys get subjected to some some real characters in open houses. In fact, I know that there are some boards down there that uh, that don't do them at all just because of the security issue. So you've got to be very careful with that. I know that, you know, even in the private seller's market, they, they tend to, you know, do that quite a bit. And I would really just you know, caution you on the security side of things. Okay. The other thing you got to, you got to think about is, you know, Sunday is typically the day that houses are held open. And that's got to be one of the slowest days in the real estate business. And here we are holding it open. And what's really funny is, you know, you do get a lot of tire kickers uh, that come around, you know, with no intention of buying property. And, uh, or the other thing is, is you got other sellers that have been kicked out of their house by real estate agents. So they got to go somewhere. So they're going around to open houses at, uh, at other people's houses. So, you know, in terms of, you know, the type of traffic you're going to get, it's, it's going to be slowest day of the week. Okay. What you'll find, the other thing is just getting back to the people that go through it. I find that the two biggest, my my two biggest hang ups about the people that go through them is it, you get people that are very low motivation. So in other words, they're, you know, they're, they don't want to go ahead and book an appointment to look at your property, but they'll look at it on an open house. So right away that, uh, you know, shows the motivation of the buyer. And then secondly, I find, like I said, that people can be somewhat disrespectful to your property. Like they're not going in and, you know, rifling through your drawers or anything like that, but they, you know, they walk through the place like they own it and I find them somewhat disrespectful. And I would just say that, you know, my, my opinion or my experience with open house has never been really, really great. Okay. Now, so you're probably wondering if if Walter, if these open houses are you know so ineffective, why do people continue to do them? Okay, why do agents do open houses? Okay, and I'll tell you why. There's number one reason that a real estate agent will hold an open house is to generate leads. Okay, because. First of all, they know from a statistical perspective that the chances of somebody walking in off the street and buying that house from a whole open house is less than 1%. In fact, they, the National Association of Realtors, I think, keeps pretty good uh, numbers on this. So on the state side of things, I understand it's less than 1% of people will actually buy a house at an open house. And uh, so, you know, the real objective of the agent hosting the open house is to harvest leads. Okay, so that's that's what they're doing. Hey, you don't like this house, what are you looking for? I got one down the street, I got one around the corner. Boom, are you working with a realtor? And then way they go, they try and harvest that lead. Okay, now, the one thing that you do have to keep in mind is, uh, you know, even on the real estate agents listening to the show, you know, a lot of those buyers are already signed to a buyer agency contract. So it's not like you're going to be able to get them as a as a buyer because, you know, they've, they've already committed to another agent. So the number one reason is lead generation. And the number two reason, believe it or not, is to pacify the seller. OK, and the reason that a real estate agent wants to pacify their seller is because... Uh, typically you're dealing with a seller that perhaps is being quite aggressive in terms of their pricing of their property. And um, they're not quite happy with the traffic that their home is getting because of the price. Okay. So they're thinking that, Hey, you know, Uh, Mr. Real Estate Agent or Mrs. Real Estate Agent, you're not doing a good job in bringing people through here. You should hold this house open to get some buyers through here because I know if a buyer sees this house, they're going to fall in love with it. And you know what? I got to tell you from time to time, I do believe that that can happen. Okay. But I can tell you as a rule, it typically does not open houses being demanded by sellers is that's you know that's the reason why they're doing it and um and I can tell you this much the buyers are smart today and they know exactly why you're holding your house open as well they know it's overpriced so in a market like today where you've got all kinds of exposure going on on the internet virtual tours and, and uh, the real estate community there is really no need for somebody to have to hold a house open in order to find a buyer for it it's just it's just really kind of uh, kind of ridiculous okay Hey folks, it's Walter Montero. Just a quick interruption of this week's show. We all know that real estate is a great investment, but wouldn't it be nice to harness the power of that great investment with your RSP? Well, you can. Your RSP portfolio is not just for stocks, bonds, and mutual funds. You can use your RSP to invest in private mortgages. Private mortgages are secured against real property. In our current market, they can yield as high as 14 to 16% return. How does that stand up to what your current RSP portfolio is doing now? To learn more about RSP mortgage investing, go to rrspmortgageinvestor.com. That's rrspmortgageinvestor.com. Let me show you how you can turn your RSP portfolio into a money magnet. That's rrspmortgageinvestor.com. Now back to the show. So, I mean, that's basically where I stand in terms of open houses. Now, if I haven't convinced you that open houses are not a good way, to expose your property and you still insist on doing one, here are some pointers that I, I think that you should definitely take into consideration before you do it, okay? Uh, number one is make sure that the house is priced right, okay? If the house is not priced right, you are wasting everybody's time, okay? Uh, like I said, buyers today are so sharp, they know what's going on in the marketplace given the, the amount of information they have at their fingertips. If your home is not priced right, You could have, you know, the Dallas Cowboys cheerleaders doing cartwheels on the front lawn. It doesn't matter how many people are going to go through that property. Um, Price is going to decipher whether the home sells or not. And if it's overpriced, it's not going to sell. And it doesn't matter if you hold it open or not. So please make sure that if you're going to hold an open house, price it right. Okay. Number two, I want you to clean it. Okay. I want you to clean that house and prepare that home as if your mother-in-law is coming over for dinner, okay? And uh, when when people sometimes they ask, you know, what should I do to prepare for an open house? Well, let me tell you, I I think what they're doing is they're asking me how how much can I get away with not doing uh, in order for you to hold this house open, folks. If you're gonna hold an open house, I want you to impress the pants off those buyers that are walking through there. I want you to be able to eat right off the floor. It needs to be squeaky clean, everything put away in its place, and it shows like a million bucks. The other thing I want you to do is I want you to put away your valuables, okay? Folks, people are walking around in uh, these houses, in your house, and if they see something that's valuable and it's somebody with questionable morals, will they steal something from an open house? Uh, My personal experience is I've never had it happen. Okay, but I do hear about it happening and the best thing to do is to put away your valuables under lock and key. Don't even give them the temptation. All right. The next thing I want you to do is to invite your neighbors. Okay, and I want you as the seller to put it onto your Facebook profile, let them know that your realtor is holding your house open this Sunday and, um, you know, to come out and visit them and love your opinion on it. That's, that's a great way to, to inform people about the open house. The other thing that I want you to do is, um, you know, tell your neighbors about it. You know, the realtor is probably going to do some of that as well, but I want you to do it as well because, you know, you, you want to try and create a buzz around this open house. All right, the other thing is, I want you to talk to your realtor about which day is the best day to hold the house open. In my personal community, open houses are best held on a Sunday. Okay. And I would say that they're not as effective as a Sunday. They are more traditionally accepted on the Sunday than they are on the Saturday. So depending on your marketplace, you need to decipher with your agent, which day is the best day to hold open house. I know of some agents, believe it or not, that, that, uh, hold open houses on Wednesday nights and they do it, between the hours of five and seven o'clock while people are coming home from work. So, you know, they catch them on their way in and it's usually people in the neighborhood. It's not a bad strategy. My personal opinion is in our community here, it's never worked that great. Sundays two to four is usually the best time. And um, and that's, that's what I would recommend. So decipher which day is uh, most effective in your marketplace. The other thing that I want you to do is I want you to make sure that the realtor has a sign-in sheet. And as I said, you know, those sign-in sheets are only as good as the people participating uh, or signing the sheet. Some people will refuse to sign it, or some people will all of a sudden lose their ability to write legibly. They all of a sudden, like I said, they almost become like a stroke victim. They can barely write. And I just find it so funny. But demand your real estate agent have a sign-in sheet so at least you have an idea of who's been through your property. Okay, it might not even be a bad idea for your real estate agent if they can to record the license plate of the person that came through the property. Okay, because like I said, you never know, and if something goes awry, then you want to be able to at least find out who's been through your property. Okay, the other thing that I want you to inform your real estate agent about is to never have too many people in the house. My personal rule of thumb is if there's more than two or three groups in the house, and if all of a sudden they kind of split off in all kinds of different directions, um, I will lock the door. Now, I'm not locking people in. I'm locking people from coming in any further, okay? So, in other words, I don't want any more parties in the house than there already are. Okay, especially, you know, in an owner-occupied home. I've been to some open houses where you've got 20 groups of people walking through a house. And I'm thinking, geez, you know, this is not a mall. This is somebody's private home and and that's going on and so you know don't be afraid to tell your agent if there's too many people in the house lock the door and just have them put a sign on the door that you know the house is currently being shown to other parties please wait patiently and we'll get you through there as soon as possible okay and and that's that's not a bad request people that don't honor that request quite honestly you don't want them in the house anyway okay and then of course the other thing you want to do in terms of exposure is I'm sure most of you know how I feel about print advertising I think it's gone it's in the tank it's over those days are gone and I still see them being advertised in our local paper I don't know why the majority of those things end up in the recycling bin but what I would recommend is that your agent put out plenty of signs I've heard some experts say as much as 20 directional arrows I think that's a little bit over the top but just goes to show you the value of an open house sign still very effective the open house arrows And then the 800 pound gorilla more than anything else is make sure that it's posted in realtor.ca. Okay, so that's it in a nutshell in terms of open houses. Would I recommend them to expose your property to the marketplace? Personally, I would say no, but if you want to do them, this is the way I would recommend you do them. And I hope that helps. And if you have any questions about this show, or you want to send me some hate mail, by all means, uh, you can just send it to me at Walter at MaximumResults.ca. The other thing I just want to remind you, I haven't done it in a while, is if you're listening to us on iTunes, go in there and give us a five-star rating. We'd really appreciate it. It helps us expose the show to more people. And um, that way we can uh, get more people helped in finding the, the right piece of real estate for them. Okay. Thanks very much. And I hope you have a great week. Thanks again for listening to this week's episode of the Real Estate Mortgage Show. If you have any real estate questions, please direct them to me at 519 624 9222 or walter at MaximumResults.ca or you can find me online at www.cambridgehouses.com. If your interests are in mortgages, please feel free to call 519 624 9222 or email Karen at Karen at MaximumResults.ca. Or you can find her online at www.m as in Mary, r as in Roger, financial.ca. Thanks again for listening and I hope you have a great week.